everyone, and welcome to How to Be Me Again. This is the podcast where we are learning how to take care of ourselves because we don't know how. I'm Kristen. And I'm Maddie. And I, I've had a pretty restful week. Nice. Actually, yeah. Despite how busy, like, on the surface, you wouldn't think that my week has been in any way chill. Yeah. But I think I've been pretty restful since we last chatted. That's good. Yeah. I think that, yeah. see, what I've kind of learned in the last week is that restfulness doesn't necessarily always mean like calm or doing nothing yes. right like a lack of busyness yeah. yeah it just means doing the right things that will allow you to be restful even while you're doing them right where it's like yes. maybe stuff that you don't have to think about as much but it's activities or maybe it's not very active but it's you know restful in a different way I don't know yeah it was I interesting agree with you there. Yeah, because we had a very active weekend, uh, mm. Greg and I, and like we were, he woke me up at like five thirty in the morning on Saturday. He's like, "How dare he?" I know. I was like, <laughs> "What?" I mean, he warned me in advance, so it was okay. Fine. Good, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if he hadn't, I'd be like, "What is happening? This yeah. is unacceptable behavior." <laughs> Who died? Yeah, like, yeah. why am I awake? <laughs> exactly. But he was like, "No, I'm going to take you to this spot. We're going to go watch the sunrise, and then I found this like cool spot I want to take you to. It was like this like." Like cool um, different donut place and he's like we have to go try their donuts and then we bought tennis rackets a couple weeks ago and so when the like it was really sunny all weekend which was amazing and so we have a court a tennis court right near our house and so we a few weeks ago we went like every morning when it was sunny but then it rained a whole bunch and I was like oh I can't wait until we can go again so then he like he packed the whole bag for all our tennis stuff so we went had this little adventure and then went and played tennis in the morning it was so nice and then like we were so active all weekend just doing all kinds of stuff but also so restful and like chilled out and Greg even said he was like you know, I think that because he's back at work now and working in films, so it's really long hours and all that kind of stuff. Mm. And normally, his inclination and mine too, when you're working 12 hour days, when you've got your weekend, you're just trying to recover all weekend. And then yes. you just start right back at it again on Monday. But he said this weekend he was that he approached it in a different way. It's almost like he's doing the experiment with us. It's so funny. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you should totally do an experiment with us and like come on the podcast. I know, right? Well, I tried to say, I'm like, this is what we're doing on the podcast. This is our experiment. And he just kind of glossed over it. I'm like, okay. That's <laughs> You're right. doing so it though. This is so different to Rory's response the other day when I was like, oh, we're doing this. And he's like, do you do an experiment every month? Uh, and I was like, yes, darling. <laughs> I know, and every time I explain it to Greg, I have to explain, like, the full thing, and by the time I'm finished, I'm like, he stopped listening to me, like, half yeah. an hour ago. We lost him. We lost He's him. gone. Yeah. <laughs> Just send him the link to the podcast. Exactly, exactly. But he, so he even said he was like, so this weekend he's like, okay, screw this. I'm not going to try to recover. I'm going to just use my energy, but use it for things that I want to use it for. Like, mm. and my weekdays when I'm at work, those can be my recovery days. Cause I want to live my life to the fullest and not yeah. work to the fullest, you know, not that he, yes. not that he's slacking off at work, but it's like, it's figuring out where you're putting your energy, like your internal energy, yes. not your physical energy or whatever, but where are you putting that internal energy and that focus? 
Is it on yes. the right things? Because if it's on the right things, I feel like life is just a bit easier and it's a yes. bit more restful and it's just a bit less challenge like you don't feel like you're always pushing against everything all the time mm. you know? it's so interesting as you were saying that it made me think about you said active recovery I think is what Greg termed it as mm. and it makes me think of like when you go for go to the gym and you like go to a yeah. class they'll do like an active recovery at the end where like mm-hmm. you're still moving and you're kind of walk, like cooling down yeah but it's really interesting that like in the gym world recovery would kind of be active like I've even been in programs where you might do five or six really intense workouts through the week but they still suggest that you do like a seventh workout on the seventh day but it's like very calm but it's still movement and Mm -hmm. it's not just like lying sedentary which is definitely what I've really assumed rest to be for a long time and it's and like I actually think the way Greg's approaching it at least in my experience you know of the last decade those times when I'm busiest and I do still have downtime but it's like active downtime I think I I just operate much more happily and much more efficiently yeah. all across the board. Do you know what I mean? So that, that totally. whole thing of like ask a busy person to do something for exactly. you. Like I kind of, that's I miss, so like true. that's what I'm excited yeah. about right now is to like be busier because yes, it's going to take some adjustment, but I think once I'm into the groove of it, it will feel a lot better all around. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. I think it kind of goes back to our core desired feelings too. It's like, Mm. for me, I love to feel like I've accomplished something. So even if it's, it doesn't have to be that I've cured cancer. It can be just that I've like done the dishes today or whatever, right? Like it doesn't have to be the biggest thing. I just like that. I, I like feeling like I'm doing something and I think that my idea of restfulness is the thing that gets in the way. And this mm. goes back to us, you know, when we've talked in the past about how we overthink things and how we, you know, even over romanticize it. And like, just, I'm so in my head about things yes. that I think when I'm like, okay, this is my downtime. I get to rest now. I need to rest. I need to like take it easy or allow myself to rest. I take it to such an extreme of like, okay, that means I'm going to turn my brain off, turn my body off and just be a lump on the couch for hours on end and then feel gross afterwards. <laughs> like, and then overanalyze, am I resting the right way? Like, am I, exactly. am I doing enough to resting? Like, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. it's like, and it's crazy. Cause that's like the antithesis of, of resting. Exactly. But I know that's what goes on in my mind as well. Is it like, am I doing this right? And so it's interesting this weekend for me, I had a similar kind of, I had like one of the busiest weekends I've had in a positive sense for for a long while in terms of things I wanted to do, not like moving house and country and all sorts of things, but it was so nourishing. Like it Mm, was so enriching. Like I, I had lots of things that I was doing, but I also noticed, and this is something that I just kind of had this light bulb go off as you were talking just now. I was really equating non-rest with busyness Mm. and like that the opposite of rest is busyness. Yeah. And yet, and I think when when I'm in in a busyness mode, 
I'm rushing from thing to thing, never feeling like there's enough time for any one of the things. Yeah. Whereas this weekend it was quite full, but each of the activities was very leisurely and very like at its own pace. And it reminds me a lot of when you came to stay last year over the summer, like we did so much, but it was also just like, we just kind of flowed into the next thing very seamlessly. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a real aha for me because I can put like even today when you're talking about core desired feelings we've started a new routine now that we're like settled into our house so Rory works early mornings to midday and then I get to we have a lunch together and then I kind of start from one o'clock in the afternoon and work through until the evening and it's a it's a bit of a jarring change for me because I for months in Canada was kind of having these really big sleep ins and Rory would still be working, but like taking care of the kids at the same time. So for me to like be fully responsible for the kids early in the morning and managing all of the breakfast and all that kind of stuff, it's a bit of a shift. Like, I feel like it sounds ridiculous, but at the same time, like it is a shift (laughs) for me. Yeah, absolutely. And this morning, it's the first day back for us um, here, like on a Tuesday, we like Rory starts. And like I got up and I've like made breakfast, unpacked the dishwasher, packed the dishwasher. Like I made lunch, like I put a piece of furniture together. I was on a meeting, like I did all this stuff before midday and it was all really seamless and not rushed. And I asked for help where I needed help. And yeah, it was just like really smooth. And I like that. And I felt accomplished because I like made breakfast, cleaned the kitchen, made lunch, cleaned in the kitchen like I've got this lovely clean kitchen to hand over to Rory and I've yep. had a nourishing breakfast and I've had a nourishing lunch and like yeah it just yeah. it just felt good and I think like that kind of stuff makes me feel at peace almost yes, where it's like because otherwise that it's always in my mind that that stuff needs to get done or that yes. I haven't done enough today or that I haven't done this this and this you know and it is that thing of like if you just do it if you just keep moving and just take the, that action and kind of like do those things because who knows like your morning sounds amazing but tomorrow might not be the same thing but that's okay yeah. too because you can still find the rest in those moments too like I think that's exactly. for me something that's difficult is that when I have days like that where you're just like everything's falling into place and it's amazing and you feel energetic from it and you feel just like on top of the world from it because you're like this I wish every day could be like this and I could feel Mm. this way right but then the next day probably won't feel like that and that always has been a shift that's really difficult for me and I think Mm. because I put so much weight on everything like I put a lot of thought and weight onto certain things and so I think okay finally I figured out the key to you know having this happy life or whatever it means I have to have this schedule and I have to stick to it and I have to do this this and this and then it'll work but the next day I'm like no my mood's kind of off or I'm feeling much more tired or I'm feeling you know different things have to have to happen that day or whatever and then you can't you feel like you're failing at things because it's not Mm. working that way Right. Yeah, I feel you because like I've had a real. I'm sure I've talked about this before. I have a real aversion to the word routine mm. because it feels so boring to me. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm like, oh, I don't want a routine. That's the worst. <laughs> and yet, I'm really kind of relishing in the routine at least today and like mm-hmm. for the last couple of days that we've tried it. Um, and, and I kind of feel like 
I'm entering into this new stage of parenthood where my uh, so Zinni starts kindy tomorrow, which oh is a gosh. big milestone. I know, <laughs> um, but it's going to force a little bit of routine into our yeah. lives because she's got specific days she goes, and it starts at a certain time, and like that is just going to require routine like you know mm-hmm. it's it's very different to the last six years or so that we've been working for ourselves and you yeah. know had a lot of uh, autonomy over our time now we have some responsibilities around our time yeah which I think I was a little nervous about but now I'm kind of like I'm thankful for it because I think I do need a little bit of routine to kind mm-hmm. of like keep me steady but I think also what's coming up for me as a part of this conversation is understanding where the line is where you can tip over into too much because right now I'm feeling like I've got a good mix of stuff like Mm -hmm. cortisone feelings wise I'm about to start well I'm starting my degree this week and like there's a lot of um one of my cortisone feelings is wonder like there's a lot of like learning something new and like expanding my knowledge which is going to come from that which is awesome but then I'd also been putting my hands up to be part of some community organizations that want me to start like this week yeah but I don't know if like I'm just sitting here going I feel like I'm going to stretch myself and I don't want to do anything where I feel resentful about doing it. Yes. And I'm almost wondering if I just need to put a pause and say, I'm still really interested in being involved. Mm -hmm. I just need a few months to like really, truly settle in. Yeah. And not even just settle into a house. It's like settle into being a kindy mum, settle into being exactly. a student again, you know, settle yeah. into being in Australia. Yeah. So many shifts, right? Yeah. Um, and truly, like, I think it will be disappointing for those organisations right now, but it's much better for them as well to have me at my full investment into those organizations yeah rather like because I even I have tasks that I've assigned to me already that I'm like I just don't really have time or interest in doing that mm-hmm. I like I need to invest my time in like my degree right now like I need to, yeah. to do that yeah. so yeah and I and I think that's about committing to the rest like committing to and that's having exactly the space it. for it and it's like where are you spending your energy I think that's Mm. the biggest thing. It's like, if you already have that feeling of like, oh, you just are not wanting to do that thing, like put your energy into that. Because I mean, the fact of the matter is I've seen you juggle a million different things. If you really wanted to do that and it really spoke to you, you Mm. would find the time to be be doing those different things not that that's necessarily what you should be doing but I I know like if it's speaking to you you'll make Mm. the time for it because it's important to you and it's something that you're you're getting a lot out of right so the fact that you were able to acknowledge that ooh, maybe this isn't the best use of my energy at this moment you know to be taking on these other roles and to to do all that stuff you know Yes. Like that's really good. It, it shows that you're in touch with what is going to be restful for you and what's going to be yeah. giving you what you need, you know? Well, and I also think like I'm very like so much more so than I probably ever have been before. I'm so conscious of my people pleasing tendencies mm-hmm. since I've been back in Australia and I think it's because I've maybe mentioned this too. I feel like I've been surrounded by friends who are on my wavelength who I don't have to like I'm not butting up against personality wise like I've had a very cushy relationship life for the last five years 
really because I designed it that way. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, exactly. I'm, I'm not, I want to put my energy positively <laughs> into relationships and not be like trying constantly having a battle for my own beliefs. Yeah. And so I'm really feeling that right now. I also think it's a really big lesson for me. I, I keep thinking and I keep saying to myself that this year is really about me speaking up mm. and I, I know my word is here, but I also think like another big, just like life lesson for me this year is just about like owning my opinions and it doesn't have to mean a fight and it doesn't have to mean that we don't get along, but it's just like, it's okay to, to own my opinions. Yeah. And I think there's this power, personal power in being able to say to like this organization, I'm really interested in helping you achieve your goals right now. It just isn't the right time for me. That's and like owning that and not being apologetic. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? Because, yeah, like, I don't think that means anything less about my putting my hand up. Like maybe I'll no. still just be involved in like on the committee or maybe I'll be like just someone they email to like, ask questions of now and then. Yeah. It's, maybe it just looks different than what I, sh- I thought it was going to. Or maybe it's a full pause for a couple of months. I don't know. But it's yeah. about going, I need to take a take a beat, you yeah. know? You know, it's Mm. so funny that, like, the way you worded all of that was so perfect because that's exactly what I've been struggling with in the last week Mm. is that I was, I had this idea and this plan of my last month before I go back to full-time work is going to be like, okay, I'm going to, you know, get into physical shape. I'm going to get into all the best shape. And I was putting such pressure on myself that I realized, like, I wasn't doing any of the things because I was putting such pressure on myself to do these Mm. things and I just it was not working for me like something was not I was like fighting against myself the whole time Mm. and then I realized like oh I I'm in charge here like I can it doesn't mean that I'm (laughs) that I failed or that I I know right (laughs) what a concept (laughs) that I failed or that I've taken away or that I'm letting other people down if I don't go to kickboxing every single day like yes I can do yoga at home and I can go for hikes and I can I can make it my own and not have to because I started getting like I even started going down you know the rabbit hole of thinking like well what are the trainers at kickboxing gonna think about me because I've told them all that I'm going to come as many times as I can. You know, like I've said it out loud to them. So now I just look like I'm flaky and I'm going back on it. <laughs> and then I had to stop myself. I was like, who actually cares what they think? Like, yes. I'm okay with it. I'm feeling fine about it. And the second I kind of like had a little talk with myself about like, you can make your life in the next four weeks, however you want it to be. And you can make the next four weeks, however you want it to be. You know, you can, you're yes. in control of it. Cause I was, I realized that I was so feeling such anxiety about going back and Mm -hmm. that all of that activity and creating I was like panicked because I had this like ticking time bomb this like deadline that's looming over me that I had to like do all this magical stuff by this time Mm. and then I was like just take that away like it doesn't just because you're going back to it yes it takes your like your time away but it doesn't mean that you have to change anything about the way that you think and where you're putting your energy it's just a job you know put your energy 
into the things that you, for the last six months, have almost been training yourself to put your energy into these, like, good exactly. things. Exactly, yeah. Get your toolbox out. Cause exactly. I also, like, for me, when you say that, it's like you, it's like perfection. Like, I'm going to do mm-hmm. it perfectly. I'm going to yeah. start the job perfectly. Absolutely. Um, and I'm not surprised because you had such a traumatic mm-hmm. experience with the last job. Yeah. I can understand you wanting to be in, especially mentally, tip-top shape. Yeah. Uh, in, which, you know, the physical feeds into and there's all these things that feed into the mental well-being. Um, I'm not surprised that that's the, the kind of almost the probably default reaction that you're having before yeah. you kind of pause and start having those conversations with yourself. Yeah. Um, and it was interesting. Last week I wanted to bring this up and I compl- I was like, I, we just, you know, went on all the tangents. <laughs> but I started reading this book called No Bad Parts. Oh. Have you ever heard of it? No. So it's all centered around this um, uh, therapy called uh, internal family systems. And it's so interesting because I've only started reading it, but at the very beginning it starts talking about how so many people in like the psychology world have been operating under this assumption that we have a mono mind. So we've got one mind making decisions, you know, all of that kind of thing. Okay. And then the alternative to that has been people who have um, dissociative identity disorder, which used to be called multiple personality disorder. Right. And they have lots of different um, kind of minds going on. And so this author who's like been in this field for like 40 years like decades ago came up with this internal family systems where it's like, you don't have a mono mind. Everyone has multiple minds going on and it's kind of like a mind develops often in a traumatic situation. It doesn't have to be hugely Uh, traumatic, but it's like, it's those little rules you make. So as a kid, it's like, I'm not going to speak up because it was dangerous to do it then. And that mind is stuck at that age and it will keep feeding you information. And it's so interesting because I thought like in the book, it talks about how you'll have these little conversations with yourself and you can kind of play lots of different angles. And it's because there's different parts is what he calls the, the, like the parts of the different minds. Right. And so these, each part will kind of offer their opinion to you based on their lived experience and where they're stuck at in that age. Oh. And it's fascinating to me because when you said that, it's like you have this chat with yourself. It's like you talking to your part to say, well, actually, I don't have to feel worried about what they'll think. And, you, and he, I think later on in the book, from what I've been told from friends, it's like he talks about how to have discussions with the parts in order to, like, let go of things and, like, oh, be happier or whatever. Cool. But it's like to sit there and go, thank you for trying to protect me. Like, yeah. I can see why you were doing that, but it doesn't matter what the trainers think. Like, you know, like, yeah. kind of what you did, which yeah. is so interesting. Yeah. yeah. That's really interesting because I think that's so true. Like when I look at different parts of my life, even just today, like this morning, for example, I was um, thinking, okay, I need to plan what I want to do for my 40th birthday that's coming up. I and know. Oh, I almost <laughs> feel like, how do I get back to Canada for your 40th birthday? That would be so awesome. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Well, now you set my expectations, so it better happen. No kidding. Oh, my God. (laughs) Can you imagine? Oh, my God. (laughs) So, because, like, I had been talking, like, before COVID happened, I was like, I'm going to go here. Like, I love traveling, and I love being on an adventure on my birthday. That's always been something that I've tried to achieve. Um, I mean, Australia's really nice in in May, so. (laughs) If I wasn't working, I probably would. But, uh, so... 
I was like, okay, well, I want to go somewhere. I talked to my sister before. And now her and I have become very good friends as adults. But when we mm. were kids, we were not we didn't get along very well. I mean, she's five years older than me and she was like super bossy and never let me play with her. So it sucked, but, <laughs> but we're fine now. <laughs> we like, we, we yeah, like yeah, each yeah. other now, <laughs> but it was interesting because we, she had been like her and I had been talking about, Oh, we're going to, I'm going to plan this. And she's like, okay, cool. And like, we were planning all this stuff and she keeps asking me about it and kind of like building it up as this thing. And then this morning I was like, okay, so because she had sent me something else about us doing like a combined birthday thing with another friend of ours, because mm-hmm. we all have birthdays kind of around the same time. And um, I was like, yeah, that'd be super fun. So let's do that. And then so this morning I checked with her thinking like, oh, did she mean do that instead of doing like my singular birthday thing? Mm. And so I just checked with her before I started like sending out little like invites to this thing and she was like yeah I'm not sure if I'll be able to do both kind of thing I'm like oh okay like which is totally fine Mm. but I had a very like emotional reaction to it Mm. which kind of threw me for a loop that I was feeling so strongly like I was feeling so let down and almost a little relieved because I was like okay cool nobody's expecting anything from me but also kind of like bummed where I'm like, I want to do something fun for my birthday and just a little, just a little let down. And like, there was a lot of trust issues there almost where I'm like, well, why did you build it up so much if you're just not going to do it with me then? Like, and just drop it Mm. so much almost in that way. And it was really bothering me all day because I couldn't really place why I was feeling so down about it. But I think Mm. it was very much like a part of my brain that as a child, was let down by her or by my other family members in some way, like was built up to be excited about something and then disappointed. Yes. And because I couldn't pinpoint where those feelings were coming from, because from the logical side, I totally got it. And I was totally actually fine with it. Like Mm -hmm. it actually made my life a little easier. I'm like, okay, I don't have to factor in her and my other friend into planning this. So it made it a little bit easier. Mm. So logically, I totally was all good. But I had this like little emotional part of me that was like just just kind of bummed me out all day and I was like where is this coming from but it totally when you were talking about the different parts yes that it completely resonated with me with this exact situation yeah you can so quickly identify like what part you were talking to and like Mm -hmm. where where it maybe originated yeah um and like in the book it said how like basically everyone's multiple personality as it used to be termed yeah it's just that people with multiple personality due to the like intense trauma they experience as children um, their parts split further apart and became like um, I think they call them alters when they right. when they have yeah. that. Um, but yeah, it made so much sense to me too. And it's so interesting that you bring that up about your birthday because <laughs> I. So it turns out in the month of March in my family there are like six birthdays and an Holy anniversary cow. of someone passing. So it, which gets celebrated every year. Okay. It's just a lot. And That's so like a lot. My, yeah, and my birthday's at the very beginning. And I had all these plans for the last probably two or three months, or actually even probably before Christmas, where I was like, I'm going to like go away somewhere because I'm trying to commit to like celebrating myself and having people celebrate me. 
And so originally the idea was we were going to have a motel somewhere and everyone was going to come and we're going to like have a big, like fun couple of days. And then largely due to the fact that COVID was crazy here. And, um, and then we've had all this intense, intense flooding and, and then we were like moving to our new place. It just kind of was a bad time all around for anything to actually happen. Mm -hmm. But at one point, there was this idea floated because so my birthday was on the weekend just been and then the next weekend is the it's called a festival where we all go and celebrate um rory's grandmother who passed away like eight oh, years okay. ago and they do it every year wow. and so someone said i can't remember who someone said oh why don't we just celebrate maddie's birthday there and i i my people pleaserness was like oh that's a good idea that was my first response because i don't mm-hmm. want to create waves yeah and rory thank goodness piped <laughs> up and said no we're not going to celebrate Maddie's birthday there. Like Maddie yeah. needs her own celebration. Good. Good yeah, job, I was Rory. really grateful. That's awesome. I know. <laughs> what a guy. But, um, but it's interesting because like my little part was jumping up saying like, I can't have anything nice. Like it can never be about me. Like mm-hmm. I'm, and, and I, even though I straight away said, yeah, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. my first internal reaction was like, oh, no, thank you. Like, why can't yeah. it just be my thing? Like, and having this terrible reaction where I was like, why do we have to keep celebrating someone who's passed? Like I'm living, it's my birthday. Like, yeah. you know, a lot of like, I'm going to use air quotes here, like selfishness, like a lot of like, what about right. me kind right. of thing, you know, yeah. Yeah. which I can pinpoint to moments in my childhood where it's like, yeah, things weren't allowed to be about me or I was very much taught like I had to, you know, I can't overshadow my sister or, you know, things like that. So yeah. it's, I, I felt when I started reading the book, which I was recommended by a friend, I was like, oh my God, this is oh like, my gosh. it yeah. makes so much sense. Yeah. So That's much so I want to so get like trained in IFS now, but <laughs> So what is that called again? No Bad Parts? No Bad, no parts? bad parts. Yeah, I can't okay. remember who the author is, but No Bad Parts. Look it up. Okay. And it's only come out like late last year, so it's pretty new. That's awesome because I think mm. that that's so much. I mean, I think that's what we've talked about in every single episode where we've had something yeah. of, you know, that brings us back to, I think this is why I act this way. You know, I yeah. think this is why I'm a people pleaser or a perfectionist or a whatever, you know. And I think it leads to everything. It's why we struggle with even taking care of ourselves is, you know. Absolutely. Well, and I like the whole premise. I like the premise of it being no bad parts. Yes. Like it's all parts are there trying to do good for you, trying mm-hmm. to protect you. Like there truly are no bad parts. Even like this system was largely developed with this guy working with like, um, pedophiles like murderers like wow. uh, a lot of people who were suicidal who he like or or so into self-harm and yep. like talking to those parts and like because as he discovered those people are acting out in that way because that part of them decided that's the way I stay safe like it's all survival right. it's all like safety mechanisms right yeah. and that gave me a whole new appreciation for like my dear friend who like died by suicide a few mm-hmm. years ago like yeah. why she made the decisions that she did and like having a new level of empathy for the people who are committing you know crimes of uh murder and and pedophilia and all of that kind of stuff doesn't make yeah. any of that stuff right but right. It, it it gives you a new level of understanding as to why they were doing what they were doing right yeah yeah mm. yeah because i think yeah especially you know and so i 
listen to a lot of true crime podcasts and like I and- know. <laughs> <laughs> so does Rory late but, at night so he can't sleep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but like so much of that when especially I think with pedophiles, a lot of them say like they're really upset. They're like, I wish I could stop it, but I can't. I mean Yeah. Whatever, like let's n- not debate. Like I think everybody yeah, yeah. can stop things if they want. But like they have this compulsion and they don't know where it's coming from and they don't mm. know how to get to the root of it to make changes to it, right? Yeah. So I think it is, it's always something that's fascinated me so much is why do certain people have certain compulsions? And I mean, yeah, pedophilia is obviously a pretty extreme example, but if you, I think we're all like that. We all have certain compulsions. Just some of them are society accepts them and others don't, you know, or some of them. I mean, I hope that none of my compulsions harm anybody else. I don't think they do, but who knows, right? Like, you know, and I just think, yeah, it's crazy that we are so, all of that is so ingrained in us from such a young age that we just Mm. aren't even aware of how to get to the root of it and figure it out and change it if it's even possible to change it, right? That's it. And that's where I thought, I think perhaps it's not possible for some people who even want to change to change because they don't have the tools or they Mm -hmm. don't, like, it's it's funny. So it's been quite an eye-opening experience being back in Australia. I really notice, and again, maybe this is harsh on Australia as a whole because I've really (laughs) just seen a handful of people whilst living overseas, but I went to get my nails done yesterday and I was sitting in the salon and I'm listening to this conversation going on between another nail technician and a woman getting her nails done. And you could just tell that there's like, I was, I was really like biting my tongue. Like what if they just knew about xyz like the you know these concepts that i'm like oh this would really help if they just knew about this or this would really help if they just know about that yeah i think so much of the reason why people um either can't help themselves or don't help themselves is just a lack of awareness a lack of knowledge a lack of Mm -hmm. a concept that could help them like uh and then there's like um societal uh what's the what's the term i'm looking for like um oppression where they maybe they don't have access to the information or they can't get access or they don't have the financial means or you know like there's so many layers to it that makes me just develop that empathy again to be like i know what these people have done is terrible Mm -hmm. but i also appreciate that they're still a human being like there's a reason that they came to become the way that they are and that fascinates me as well, but I'm not about yeah. to start listening to true crime. <laughs> <laughs> do it, do I it, do it. Over, I have watched some of those, like, um, the the bio series on, like, serial killers. And, like, oh, okay, have, you, yep. have you seen the one where they talk about when they first, like, termed serial killer? It's on HBO. Uh, no, I watched Mindhunter, though, and I think Mind that that's, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah. 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 And that was fascinating because yeah. it's like to have all the psychology stuff, like to realize all of the psychological components to crime investigation are so new in history. Yeah. Like, Isn't and that still crazy? developing. Yeah. Yeah. Still yeah. Develop- it's like fascinating. It's unreal that it's so new. I mean, I guess it makes sense, but also, what? Like, because people have been murdering people for a long time like it's yeah. hap- it's 
been around for quite a long time. As long as people exist, basically. Basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. But yeah, I know that's such a crazy thing. It's always fascinated me so much. I think like going back to what you were talking about where people just don't have that information. I just think mm. that, you know, I've had a few conversations with um you know, various people in the last few weeks that have kind of come to this point again of like knowledge is power. You yeah, know, it really, it is. really is. And like thinking about everything that's happening with Ukraine and Russia mm. and, you know, all of this happening in a time when everybody has social media and there are people like girls who live in bomb shelters in Ukraine that are on TikTok saying like, here's what my a day in the life of a teenager in a bomb shelter is like like we've never experienced stuff like that in a time where no. you could actually have access to all of the information or most of the information mm. right from different sources not just what the news is telling us it's a really interesting thing it, I don't know if it necessarily makes us all um stronger because <laughs> some of the well, information I think is yes. the best but that's but... interesting too because like I especially with what we observed through the COVID crisis mm -hmm. I think a lot more people have more access to more information but then there's also algorithms that are like exactly feeding specific and ideologies so much confirmation and... bias now where yes. it's like unreal because <laughs> yeah, there's so, so much information everywhere <laughs> that's it and so it's like actually this is almost would be like like a fascinating study is like mm. is information power or is it something else like i feel like it can be power mm -hmm. and but maybe it's also about like what type of power or yeah. power to do what like you know it's yeah it's not so clean cut as maybe it once was yeah and I think it is that um you know I've always you know especially in university it's like they teach you critical thinking and to always mm. question and to be able to argue any side of the argument you know to argue any point kind of thing Mm. And now I find that we're kind of at this point with all of this information out there and all of the confirmation bias. And, you know, we saw it so much with COVID and with this convoy and with, you know, all these other things that are going on. It's, oh, damn it. Now I forgot my point. <laughs> <laughs> we got a Christian, everybody. <laughs> oh, it'll man. come back. It'll come back. Believe it'll come back. Oh. Confirmation bias, power is knowledge, knowledge is power. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you guys, this is awful. Well, whilst you remember that, can I just bring up because I've been wanting to for like 15, 20 minutes? Yes. I keep shifting on this like leather chair and it fully sounds like I'm farting. Oh, really? <laughs> Every, I can't hear it at all. Okay, good. Every time <laughs> I finish speaking, I like shift a little bit and it's like, eh. <laughs> Sure, sure. Just so everybody knows, yeah. I can't actually see the chair that she's sitting in, so this might it's just all be her. I had a big burrito for lunch. <laughs> I, I'm gassy as hell, <laughs> but I'm feeling really restful about it. Yeah, I am. It's fine. That's why I'm farting so much. I'm so rested. <laughs> Even as I sit here. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I. Who knows if I'll remember what the heck I was talking about. Anyway, sure it was profound. Information go, go is good Find and us, bad. Yeah. yeah. I haven't updated Instagram forever, but maybe I will at some point. Wait, wait, when I remember what this is, I'll just put yeah, a little story. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so what do you think your um, approach to the next week is going to be, or the next section of time? Because yeah. we might be changing up maybe how we're how often we're releasing episodes with our yeah. busy schedules, but we'll see. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll see. I I think my approach is like like I've only. Even though my like degree started yesterday, mm-hmm. today is my first like um, study day. So I'm about to go to my first lecture. I think <laughs> this week's really just going to be about like like letting like like understanding what it's going to look like. Probably doing some like critical analysis of like is this going to be sustainable long term? Do I need to reduce to a part time load? Like and and also trying to be trying to stick to my routine Mm -hmm. in a way that there's flexibility built in yeah because that was something that I wanted to mention earlier was I think I can I can deal with the routine as long as there's flexibility yeah allowed and the exact same yeah yeah so even like I've got a couch behind me I'm gonna like go and sit on the couch sometimes when I need to change things up I'm gonna go upstairs and have chats with Rory when I want to like I'm gonna and also to like I think the big thing this sounds so like basic I think but doing things like if I need to read I don't need to sit at my computer I can like go and take my iPad into bed or like yeah. just trying to be open to this looking however it's going to look looking you know however I mean? you need it to look I think yeah. is the thing and I think that's exactly exactly where I'm at right now too because I'm mm. kind of going through the same thing of trying to figure out okay what do I want my next few weeks to look like and how do I want to really you know support myself the most so that I am strong in you know whatever way I need to be when I'm going Mm. back to work and you know just kind of working on that kind of stuff but being flexible in it Mm. but also like having some kind of routine because I've been for the last quite some time for last month I would say kind of pushing against like rebelling against having doing anything because it's Mm. just been this like almost fear inside of me of I don't know it's been this weird thing that's been going on with me but I'm now embracing like okay I do have certain things that I need to get done and I'm feeling positive about it and energetic Mm. about it and ready to tackle all of those things but I need it to be flexible. I need to be able to do it kind of on my own terms and in my yes. own restful way because I really, really need it to be restful. I have such a tendency to overcommit to everything and put so much pressure on myself and create mm. stress out of nothing Yeah. and feel like I'm stuck in that even though I created it completely on my own (laughs) you know like I made the rules and then when I try to follow them it's just it's so overwhelming so I think that's my focus too is like I need a bit of a routine because I do need to get certain things done um, but I need to also take it easy on myself and allow myself Mm. to to not do too much and to do the things that still fill me up you know Yes. Well, and as you were speaking to, it reminded me something that might help you, but it's something that I'm going to try as part of this new routine is I'm trying to build in like really firm boundaries around certain things. So I'm trying to tell myself that I have a hard boundary on a Friday afternoon and I have to have what it like, whatever is going to get done for that week is done by Friday. And then the weekends I have to have them free because I'm something that's been a little bit 
scary for me is I have had such autonomy over my time and I've basically really only been working part-time since my daughter was born Mm -hmm. I'm a bit afraid of having this full-time schedule and then not seeing Rory very much or not getting time with my girls and not having family time and not doing like you said like having like weekends full of things that you enjoy and so I think it's really important that I have hard boundaries around things like Friday afternoon where then on the weekend, like I have to close everything out that I want to for the week and so that I can be free and resentment free um, on the weekends is kind of what I'm going to be testing. And, you know, I'm inevitably going to fail at getting everything done. But it's interesting, something that really inspired me, my mother-in-law was telling me, my mother-in-law finished her PhD in her early 20s when she had two young children wow. and she'd like recently separated from her then husband and she I was talking to her about it recently and she was really saying to me how it was a such a busy time in their lives and she kind of worked at odd hours like she studied in the evening when the kids were asleep and she studied early in the morning and she really learned how to manage her time and to fit things into the time that was allowed, which is just like Parkinson's right. law, right? Like time yeah. will expand to, um, uh, to, to fit the task, you know, that you've kind of placed. I'm not quoting that correctly, but all of that to say, it was really inspiring to me. Cause I was like, I would like to take this as an opportunity to teach myself to just get in and get things done in the yeah. time I ele- like give them. And then, to ha- have the like freedom on the when I'm not on when I'm not doing the study to kind of like enjoy my family yeah. enjoy you know that kind of stuff so yeah that's part of my week this week as well I think as that's like kind good. of experimenting with that yeah yeah cool. and it sometimes takes a bit of time to get into that and like yeah. and find your place with that but I think it's mm. good how you said you were going to experiment with it and kind of play around with it a little bit yeah that's it I think I have like I commit to the hard deadlines but then Mm -hmm. everything else is kind of like again flexible around how it looks so yeah we shall see that's awesome well I think we both have good plans we'll see if it if they work (laughs) (laughs) we'll report back (laughs) we'll report back and I'll report back uh hopefully I'll remember what I was gonna say I feel like it probably wasn't important I don't know that's funny I also Um, just wanted to say I feel like you totally had such a romantic weekend with Greg and it's like that experiment just kind of like kept going (laughs) yeah it was so true and I don't know if like we both are just at such good spots like we're because we're sleeping really well because we're still sleeping in separate beds like in separate rooms and we're both like feeling really rested and Mm. I think he really stepped up this weekend and like made an effort to to make a bit of change and I really appreciated that because it really helped to have somebody else's energy come into my life because Mm. I'm not going to work and I'm not doing all that much outside of what I deem to be important or, you know, like in my own little sphere of existence, it's, it's really nice to have somebody else's energy come in and kind of take the lead. And then I can just be like, okay, sure. I'll wake up that early, you know, I'll be grumpy about it at first, but then it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like it was kind of exciting where it's like, okay, let's go on an adventure. And, and, you know, like it was good. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. As I do a big yawn. (laughs) (laughs) Go get some rest. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, you can follow us on Instagram. We are at how to be me again. Um, And we will talk to you next week. All right. Bye. Bye. (laughs)